0: The League of Legends betting podcast is brought to you by my patrons at patreon.com slash gelati lol. There you can find bonus content like in-depth articles on macro trend analysis and league previews, as well as thoughts on breaking news and the podcast picks before the show is released to platforms. You also get to support your creators more directly. Patreon.com slash gelati lol. That's G-E-L-A-T-I-L-O-L. Good afternoon, or evening, or night. Or morning. Whenever you're listening to this. It's currently a little before one PM on a what up Wednesday, January seventeenth. We had opening day of the LCK spring twenty twenty four, which ended the day a few hours ago. We ended up essentially zeroed out at minus zero point six units on the day. A quick recap here. DRX threw a massive five thousand plus gold lead in game one. We are so back. Game 2 probably could have gone either way, but they ended up dropping that one too. This match looked a little more to me like DRX playing poorly than Nongshim playing particularly well, but ultimately we'll see how these two teams pan out with a bigger sample size. Strong debut series from Call Me in the mid lane. Uh, He got the start for Nongshim today. Going to be interesting to see if he splits time or ends up just being the starter. It was a good start for him either way though. This second match here was an absolute banger right off the bat. Uh, T1, smash game one, and we were looking well on our way to a donut 0-4 day, but G managed to keep game two close enough, you know, within striking distance. They were behind, but 2,500 gold is kind of right on that middle point for matters and doesn't matter. They ended up pulling it all the way back. They had a double-scaling eighty carry comp with Chovy on Tristana in the mid lane. Game three was one-way traffic for Gen.G, looking like they were gonna completely blow them out. Mid game got a little squirrely with players from both teams kind of getting caught out. Gen.G still had a pretty big gold lead that was cut into with owner getting a shutdown on pays, uh Belveth getting a shutdown is a big deal, so that could have been bad. But they were ahead enough. They were still in full control. T1 did manage to steal the first attempt at Hextech Soul, but Gen.G ended up getting it the second time after a pick on Gumiyusi. Um it was looking like that was going to be game with Genji getting a free Baron. They did a TP to you know sell out for the Baron steal, and you know they got a couple people killed. But Owner did end up getting it, getting the steal, even though Genji saw him. So that was kind of interesting. A little bit sloppy for first games for you know these two good teams, but you know you're going to see that kind of thing early on in the season. Maybe the most interesting takeaway from today was just how much different a read on the metagame that the Korean teams had compared to what we saw in the LEC this past weekend. Rumble didn't seem nearly as important in Korea. Uh, the Udyr top is a thing that we didn't see. AD Kennen top is a thing. You know That's been there in the past, but it was kind of interesting to see Korea's read versus Europe's read. All right, on to today's games. First up, we have, this is Thursday morning, or January 18th in the LCK. We're going to have OK Brion Savings Bank, plus 426, plus 1.5 maps at plus 127, minus 1. 1.5 at plus 997. Against D plus Kia, minus 598, minus 1.5 maps at plus, uh, minus 154, plus 1. 1.5 at minus 1787. So OK Brion swapped out Hannah and Umty. I'd say that was probably their two best players for Gideon and Envy. Gideon has been kind of a... Highly touted prospect for a few years now, but hasn't quite been able to get home anywhere. Envy is a serviceable starter in the LCK. I think this is kind of, I don't think it's a massive downgrade, but it's definitely a downgrade for this team. If they can exchange some of that, you know, over individual skill for more versatility as a team, then maybe they could be good. And, you know, we've seen Brion have upsets before, but they didn't really change the coaching staff. And, I would. They would have to make a pretty big leap forward to realistically, you know, get much respect from me uh, until the price is right. On the other side of this match, we have D Plus, who I was very bullish on. I actually played a little bit in the outright markets, ten to one to uh, win the split. I like all the changes this team made, despite splitting up Showmaker and Canyon, which is kind of high risk. But you know, here's the thing with this match: if you used priors to approximate like roughly where this should be uh and you gave upgrades and downgrades appropriately i think this is pretty close to a reasonably fair price in the blind here i didn't make any play in this match i would lean d plus but on day one for this sort of price you need a pretty strong opinion next up we've got fear x which is the rebranded live sandbox team uh Plus 367, plus 1.5 maps at plus 114, minus 1.5 at plus 864 against KT Rolster, minus 501, minus 1.5 maps at minus 139, plus 1.5 at minus 1473. So, a lot of changes for both these teams. KT Rolster bring in a huge, huge set of changes here. You again check out my preview article over on the Patreon for more details on this, but. A lot of hype about Perfect coming into the season. He's one of the players that the other players expect to be very good coming up from challengers. He's one of the guys I'm keeping my eye on, and uh, along with Lucid and Satab, and Fear X switched up a couple of players. They moved over to Henna and oh, Execute. They brought in Hoon from um, the LEC, uh, who renamed to Execute. So here's the thing with this team or with this this matchup here. If you use summer data. Back when KT were at the peak of their powers, looking like the second best team in the league, and when Sandbox weren't looking all that good, the models would have made this roughly on market at minus 474 and plus 405. If you read, you know, like I just mentioned, like if you read my season preview and if you've heard me kind of talking about this already, I think KT have downgraded big time. I still think they're probably going to be a playoff team but they're nowhere remotely close to like second best team in the league level. Right. And they've downgraded to me at just about every position, even if you're super optimistic about perfect. And if BDD can, you know, recapture some of his youth there again, he was great last season. So I'm glad they kept him now. How much they downgraded is kind of subject to some interpretation. I might be lower on this than a lot of people are. A lot of people like Piosic and a couple of these other players barrel. Now, I don't think they're going to be anywhere near that and with that in mind if you consider that the price then would have been similar to the price now and I think Furex is better and KT significantly worse if if this wasn't day 1 this would be like a like a 2x stake kind of play right like I I just don't I'm speculating but there's just no way that KT are this much better than Furex sure like they could they should probably still be favorites but there's no way it should be this kind of price with the changes these two rosters have made. So I'm going to plant a flag and take some, some Fear X here. I played Fear X plus 1.5 maps at plus 114 for one unit. Fear money Moneyline at plus 367 for a half unit. And Fear X minus 1.5 maps at plus 864 for 0. 0.25 units. So that's all I made for our plays on the day. Um, just to give you a, a quick reminder, I am going to have an LCS... Uh, league preview and an LPL league preview up sometime this week maybe today actually I will see you guys tomorrow